Welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back to discuss the first episode, part one in season four of The Center. We have been on every season of this journey, and this is the final season of our detective, Harry Ambrose, who finds himself once again at the heart of a murder investigation. <laughs> Like, wherever I go, they dropping bodies. This series was, since it has already concluded, it was on USA. It is an anthology series. The fourth season, our main cast are Alice Krimmelberg as Percy Molden, or Muldoon, Michael Mosley as Colin Muldoon, Francis Fisher as Meg Muldoon, David Huneth as CJ Lamb, Cindy Chong as Stephanie Lamb, Ronan Wong as Mike Lamb, and Neil Huff as Sean Muldoon. There are a few recurring guests, one being Joe. Cobden as Lou Raskin, which is the chief of police on Hanover Island, and Kim Roberts as Greta, who had a brief appearance. Uh, of course, we have Bill Pullman coming back as Harry with his kind of off girlfriend. <laughs> That has managed to remain a thing from last season. Do not ask me uh, what the actress's name is because I'm afraid I do not know. Oh, and I think her name in the show. uh, What was her name? Sonia. Yeah, that whole weird thing. Apparently she did go through... Uh, some some trauma after the whole <laughs> situation she put herself in but yes we begin the episode of the series or the season with harry having retired a year after said events he and sonia are traveling to hanover island maine where her friend Greta has arranged for them to Airbnb without having to pay at a coastal cabin that looked really nice. And she was like, oh, and you can stay for much longer than the weeks you had planned because apparently my friend's not coming. She's like, I could stay here forever. And I kind of agree with you, ma'am, except for the consistent fish every night. I don't know. After the third week, I think I'd be over it. When Greta takes them out for lunch, she brings up the slightly racial uh, slurring going on in regards to the new fishing competition and the lambs mocking them as Chinatown is trying to take over. She asks if Greta has any issues. She says, I'm a broke ass artist. I'm not threatening anyone. However, it does 
give you a little bit of insight into the island and their reaction to outsiders. Uh, probably even further than if you aren't actually Caucasian. I mean, Harry got a pretty hard treatment considering, even though I feel like Harry could have cut down all of that with the words, I am a police officer or a retired police detective. Okay. I know when shit looks funny. (laughs) I think that could have shut up a lot of people, especially when the brother, I think it was, was starting to be like, well, why did you follow my sister down by herself? You don't even know her. You just met her. That's a very valid line of questioning and you continue to let it go on and mull in the background before you decided to tell that information to Meg. And I'm sure he probably did tell it to the, I don't know. No, he didn't because the the captain looked surprised too. Like, oh, you are? <laughs> that would be the first thing out of my mouth, especially if I'm calling the police and it seems like my story can't be corroborated. But we are getting a little ahead of ourselves. It's clear that Harry is still struggling despite the sex being bomb ass because apparently if you look like you want to strangle me, that's a turn on for him. And he has cold turkey stopped his antidepressants. He says he waned off of it and the doctor agreed. However... My detective test determined that was a lie. But the friend, I understand Greta, you wanting to bring up it to Sonia. (laughs) But being like, so what was that person that had that really terrible experience with you? Oh, his name was Jamie. Oh, I can see the clearly uncomfortable look on your face. So I'm going to keep talking about him. (laughs) Oh, I can tell you don't want to do male nudes anymore. You know, after that situation. (laughs) So, of course, Harry gets himself out of that type of chatter and makes his way down to the to the pier where he meets Percy. They have just a one on one conversation in which she says this is a nice place. The ocean will talk to you at some point. You just have to listen. And it was just one of those friendly conversations one has Except he ends up after a restless night and hearing the weirdest shit out in the woods. That he decides to go for a walk into town and ends up seeing Percy yelling at someone to stop something I don't think he actually brings up to anyone else but he's starting to question his own memory as he goes out and follows her into the woods he hears crying before she goes to the edge of the cliff before looking over her shoulder one last time and walking off of said cliff and this is how he ends up almost becoming the prime suspect in a murder investigation (laughs) because not only does the police show up and they're unable to locate a body but the family shows up including the matriarch Meg who does promptly 
after she's like, can you show me where you saw my daughter? Like, that's not, that's basically not your, uh, <laughs> and I understand and it was the one time that the chief stated the correct thing. Like, uh, yeah, no, um, <laughs> this could be a crime scene. You cannot, but he says it's okay. And she's like, look, I can't see shit. And then seeing it from her, the viewpoint, it's like, yeah, do you got like some owl? fucking eyeballs how the hell you see <laughs> how you see that from that bar she's like do you see there's another path out over here and he starts to wonder maybe i didn't see her walk off that cliff <laughs> because when he calls in the morning he is told that someone actually saw her vehicle being driven after she was supposedly have committed suicide and everyone seemed rather surprised at the fact that she would commit suicide she didn't even to harry she didn't feel depressed uh she didn't seem to have any bad things going on in one's life but you never know what's going on on the outside and i think that for harry he certainly thinks that maybe i missed something when i was speaking to her and that's also very much motivating his actions. But not only that, he just likes to investigate. He needs something to do. Retirement's not working for him. Despite him trying to and being told to, to move on and get some peace up in his life. He uh, goes to see the Muldoons and is promptly told by Meg, if you don't fucking know what you saw, I'm gonna need you to take your happy ass off of my property <laughs> because everything seems really weird and this seems really suspicious. You came out of the blue in nowhere and you're trying to tell me a granddaughter of mine I've known all this time suddenly walked off of a cliff and you are the only witness. I don't know you, even though she did say at that moment, she did a background check because he did admit that he was a detective. And that's when I would have thought she would have cooled off. But no, it's only on day three, I guess. And she bit it, though. I'm in denial. But as he's seen where he can walk off of the dock, he witnesses her and the lambs getting into it with one of the employees saying this happens all of the time. And that they did witness uh Percy leaving and they put him in the direction of the bar of which he attended. He goes in and starts asking questions. And one of the bartenders says that she saw her around five or six, so to speak. But everyone admits that she was a happy person. She didn't seem like she was going through any type of drama. Oh, the other, when he went back to the crime scene as well, he ended up finding an array of little trinkets, including a rope. And this is something apparently that she starts to keep to memorialize certain moments in time. But she puts these, or someone put these trinkets down. We don't know who put them actually. I just assume she put them down because we saw her and no one else. But maybe there's someone else on the side and it's so dark that we didn't see them because the CCTV 
uh, footage certainly revealed someone. Uh, and so he sends that to Lou as well. And he's like, you want to dust these for fingerprints? Because even if you say I'm incorrect, maybe I'm mistaken. I know what I saw, but in the in the uh, interest of optimism here, if she's alive, she could be with someone else because clearly she's not she's not contacting her family. And it's not like her. And it's a fucking tiny little island. <laughs> Uh, and the fact that he had to be told, you know, you want to have someone dust those for prints. And he's like, I guess so. (laughs) He's really not prepared. And the one cop is like, yeah, she killed herself. You can't handle the truth. He is being honest with Sonia being like, yeah, this is what happened. She is concerned about whether or not this is good for him, even though she said earlier, you should have told me about you taking the antidepressants or stop taking those. And he agreed. And it does feel like he's pandering because there was a line where he was like, it's all her. And I'm like, yeah, this relationship does feel all her. (laughs) And him simply acquiescing, acquiescing. He is a submissive by nature person. And he does. He's like, should I do this? Should I not? And she says, well, I can't fix the thing that's going to heal you just as you couldn't help me when I needed to be healed from what happened with Jamie. And thus, you have to decide. The chief calls and this time Meg has invited him to the home where he gets there and it feels like it's a half of a drug house, man. I don't know which one of you punk ass motherfuckers been in my motherfucking bike yard. But if I catch you in my bike yard, I'm going to get your bike yard. And when I get in your bike yard, I'm going to park my car right in your garage. And I hope you got enough gas in your ass. I would never have that many people just loitering around in my house. They talk about how her husband was a drunk. Meg is clearly the one in charge. She was the one getting up in Mike Lamb's face. Uh, everyone else, there was a brother. He looked a little suspect, but we ain't seen much of him. They were keen to say Sean was, is Sean a brother? A cousin? I can't tell. Clearly they roll families deep because they're like, uh, we had this family since 1883. Anytime you got photos on the wall like that, Mm-hmm. That's pride, but it also could be some other indications. <laughs> I'm just saying. But she's like, yeah, she had a relationship with one dude downstairs, but he <laughs> is married now. Shotgun wedding. <laughs> the way she said that was hilarious. She shows him to Percy's room where she, he finds one of those trinkets, well, the rope. And we get the context behind that as a few weeks ago, she picked up Scrap and she wanted to recall the moment with her grandma where they were recalling when she was first allowed to uh, run the show, so to speak, at seven years old. The mainland is going to help with um, with drudging or judging the... Uh, what do you even call that? Is that a sea? Ocean? 
the body of water <laughs> the water by the cliffs they're gonna cliffs they're gonna try to look for a body or help and he says that she can call him because he's personally taking more of an initiative especially as she says look lou is sweet and nice and everybody loves him but he is dumb as shit he does not know what he's doing we're talking about practice not a game not a game not a game we're talking about practice Oh, he was also asked to the scene when they found Percy's car around the corner from this sus looking guy who clearly didn't appreciate being questioned by the police. Like, look, she's out of gas. She probably broke down. She probably looked for some help. You're the only person around. Are we done here? I'm all fucking guilty. Lou was so intimidated. Harry had to step in and get the little bit of information he did. Like, uh, this is an investigation. Sir, I have a feeling we'll be coming back to him because we just found her car right around the corner. Explain to me how you didn't see nothing, know nothing, do nothing. Are you on drugs? What? (laughs) Did she come knocking on your door? Because I bet you she did. That seems like a reasonable thing to do when you run out of gas. Uh... Then we get the scene in which he goes back to uh, retraces all of the footsteps all the way from when he first saw her in town to when he first met her. And he realizes there is CCT footage that could be accessed. So he goes to request as much. And that girl was right. She's like, do you have a warrant? And are you a police officer? Because otherwise you ain't seeing shit. But I did laugh when Lou showed up. And they were able to see that Percy saw a very shadowy hooded figure and bowed to them, terrified, it would seem, before running off. Of course, <laughs> Lou's like, what the hell was that about? No one knows. He talks to his uh, his girl Sonia about it. Was that lobster? Because I know they were like, if you want to, have something more than that deep fried shit will hook you up <laughs> so was that an indication it looked good though i ain't gonna lie it's like mm, i could use a lobster roll or lobster tail lobster anything mm, just give me that butter in the lobster and she tells him look you look radiant now that you have purpose he's still seeing shit okay i would not be giving him any praise or credit he just cussed up cold turkey with his meds Tell me, I don't need those, says every man trying to be macho. But his mind clearly is fucked up because now he's starting to see Percy asking him for help. And then I'm not even sure if that was real or imagined when he went out in the hood, in the hood, in the woods, hearing those same like growling, gnarly type of sounds. And he goes and he follows it. And there's three women naked. Just making this noise for some reason before he goes back. And I'm like, what? What What was this? (laughs) Was that supposed to be? Because the one woman, when she turned around, I was like, oh, that looks a little bit like Mrs. Meg, Mrs. Muldoon. But I'm like, no. But it was some old ass. I can tell you that much because I can see them wrinkles even in that lighting. I was like, God damn. I mean, hey, we're all going to be there. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. 
uh, it was definitely some old ass. <laughs> so I gave this episode an 8.4 out of 10. I thought it was a decent opener. Uh, it's going to be the same of what I already know in this series. So I'm just, I'm, I'm here for the ride. I don't have any predictions. How can I? They didn't give much away. This is pretty, pretty decent setup. If you want to send feedback for our next episode of the center, blackercouch at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment below. My social media will be there as well. Like, share, and subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Around now, say the same thing, it chases the fame.